All right, so let's just hop right deep into accountability and how I was able to make myself accountable in a situation in my own mind and how that grew me and helped me overall for my life just from that one moment of that one day. So I was in a situation where I met a person and I had zero intentions of seeking, needing, or wanting anything from that person. I was providing a service for that person. So, I mean, the only thing I wanted or needed from it was just to be paid. With legal tender, not barter. And so I provided said service. Person provided said monies. But along that journey, um, a spark ignited and a friendship developed. A, maybe not friend. Friend might be strong because we didn't know each other. So let's say a kinship. I think that's a safe word to use. Um, a liking to each other. We liked each other. And as adults, I think that, uh, you know, I think that having friends, quote unquote, of a, uh, Opposite genders, if you are in a committed relationship, or if you are involved with people who don't like that. Like, here's the thing. If you're a type of person where you need uh, freedom in your life, and if you need, um, you know, you, you may, let's say, for instance, you may not want an open relationship. Like, I, I don't want an open relationship. I'm not, no. Um, however, an honest relationship, yes. You know, if a person wants to go, I I definitely can't stop them. Um, a respectful relationship where we can choose to, you know, come to an end because it no longer serves one of us. That's okay. People get greedy. People get mad. Well, I'm still here. Well, I'm. that doesn't matter. They've already gotten out of it what they've gotten out of it. But... Setting yourself up in such a way to where you make sure that you get out of the relationship what you need also is very important from the very beginning. To have a clear cut, precise, um, exact of your life, of where you're going in life, what you're doing in life, how you interact with people. Before you decide to have an interaction with the person beyond the first interaction with the person is very, very important. This is where your accountability starts. Who is in your life? How are they there? Genuinely go through and do your details, do your work. And honestly, go ahead, get your inner agriculture journal out, get your, uh, your book of truths, get your whatever. I think I've given you guys a few assignments too. Don't think at the end, I'm not going to ask you to turn all this shit in because I am. By the end of this season, of season one, oh yeah. Now, when is season one going to end? And how many episodes in are we? And how many do I need to go back and do what? I'll tell you later. But just start now if you haven't started already. So I need you to write down. This is for you. This is not for me. You don't have to do shit. Okay. 
But you can just process it with your mind if you want to. Whatever. You see what I'm saying? So anyway, I need you to write down people in your life, the people that count, the people that you speak with, talk to, text, whether you've ever met them in life or not, the people that are most important to you right now, the people that affect you. Write them down. And I need you to not write it out in detail, but at least one by one acknowledge. Ooh, you could even make a ritual out of it. That would be nice. Get a candle maybe. Okay. We're getting funky and witchy here, people. Slow down. (laughs) Get your candle. Get it dark. Write your list and then go over that list one by one. How do you know that person? Why are they in your life? How are they in your life? Did you accept them? Did they accept you? Did you accept each other? Where did you meet? Why does this relationship continue? This is a work person. This is a relative. This is the people that you speak with every day that affects your life every day. This is a coworker. Yes, your coworkers count because they change. And then that also changes you. So the people that you work with on a daily basis, people that you talk to, people that affect you, even that you don't talk to, all those motherfuckers, write them down. First of all, as I'm telling you to do this, if you're starting to feel exhausted in advance, you got too many people in your life. That's number one. But number two, now that you've done this, see how many of them you welcomed into your life, you invited into your life. Uh, how many you've collided with or how many you feel like you saw them, you, you, you felt like you needed to be a part of that. You wanted to invest in that. You wanted to, you, this was all you. And then look at the ones where you're maybe just kind of there. You're kind of just in there. Like they requested you. They wanted you. They need you. On that Rihanna shit. You who okay, I'm not gonna sing. Needed me. <laughs> okay, so now that you've got this nice little list going, we're gonna do another list. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Mm. You see how this is all still playing off of accountability. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. This list sucks. This list sucks. I think you know what goes on this list. I don't think I need to tell you what goes on this list. But clearly this shit is actually kind of cool because it's going to help us get to the next and the best list. Okay. Whatever goes on your coulda, woulda, shoulda. It's waiting for you. But now your next list. Oh, you know what? You're right, self. Self said. Well, you didn't say it exactly, and you do say lots of things, and nobody wants to assume, so could you please tell them what you meant with the coulda, woulda, shoulda? Coulda, woulda, shoulda is any kind of a person, energy, entity, job, career, relationship that you wanted to try or that you should have stuck with, but you've not had the opportunity The ones where you feel like it's too late. You should have known that about yourself before. 
And now you're up and you're stuck where you are because now you've made a new commitment that has made that other thing null and void. That's what goes on the coulda, woulda, shoulda list. A noun that you could have pursued, should have stuck with, or would have gotten rid of if only you had known dot 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 the mistakes the empty promises that you've made to yourself that you never fulfilled and I never made the promise that I can keep guaranteed no you can't guarantee that People lie to themselves all the time, and it's not on purpose. And it's nothing personal. It's something finite. That's that Saturn energy. That's why people call Saturn Satan and get upset. See, Saturn holds you accountable. And whatever promises that you have made, you will be held to. And whatever truths you've denied, will come roaring back for you to pay your due. Don't think that you can escape anything, anything, anything. In this time and space continuum, baby, there's a lot of people dying for a reason. It's called accountability. Now, regardless if you believe this or not, about past lives, things like that. If you don't believe in reincarnation, things like that, whatever kind of word you want to put on it, that's fine. You don't have to. You don't have to believe in anything at all. I will say this though. Every time people say some things just can't be explained, they can. People just don't like the explanation. They don't like the answer. They don't like the truth. That's why a lot of you are okay with living in a lie. Because you realize it's either all a lie or it's all the truth. And you know you can't handle the truth. You hurt in advance. You run from life in advance. You hide. But you can only hide for so long, sweet thing before the truth comes back for payment. Now it's up to you to gracefully take that L or it's up to you to let it smack you in the face embarrass you whatever the case may be you are being held accountable now this is what the Saturn return is all about this is what the Aquarian age is all about 
This is why so many people and businesses are dropping like flies. They're made of nothing substantial. They are made of nothing that counts. They are made of detriment. They are dust. They are born dust and will continue to die as dust. Mere smears of nothingness, which is something. That's how they came up with Fibonacci sequence. So accountability is very important. Shadow work is very important because the more reality that you are tuned into, the less painful this life will be for you. The more honest you get to live, the less pains you have in your body, in your organs, in your bones, in your muscles. People die from cancer and COVID and HIV and leukemia and all of these things because of their mind. It doesn't matter if you believe me or not. Science will even show you that the mind is powerful. And there's a dark side to all of this stuff that cannot be explained here. In this time and space continuum, you cannot put words to it. Just know that's exactly what's going on. And if it's not, then how come you don't know? If you do know, you wouldn't be listening to me right now. Because you know good and damn well what I'm talking about. I've been the same and I'm going to be the same. Because I come from the same place every time. My algorithm never changes. My heart never changes. I don't become tarnished. I actually truly have learned. I think it's partially a gift, but I've also made sure to take it serious to learn how to transmute things. To take things that are positive and use them to a benefit. I think that's what I can help the world with. That's what I want to help people with. I want to help people with learning how to process the pain better. The better you process the pain, the better it feels, the better it feels, the more easy it is for you to relax and welcome more pain. This is a healthy version, unlike being toxic, where you start to induce pain, do things deliberately to create pain. That is not the same. That's like a two vibration versus an 11 vibration, if that makes any sense. So in my situation, I always had a fear of being abandoned. I never was truly abandoned, but I am, like I said, super ruled by the moon. So I'm very like sensitive and I'm very magical. So I feel things in advance and just a glimmer of that pain sent me shrilling, shrieking, running, crying, screaming, begging. No, I never want to see it. I never want to feel it. But that's not about the earth experience. You should have stayed on your planet and minded your business. Now you are here and you will complete this game that you have started. Regardless if you were invited here or not, you are here. So, 
it's up to you to end it or continue to make the best of it. To make the best of it could be making the worst of it because if you enjoy that, then that is the best for you. Do you understand? It's a bit bizarro. It's a bit extreme, but that is reality. They had everyone on such this bi bilateral system for so long that people think that there's either good or bad. No, baby. There's both. There's both of those and there's both of something else also. That's going to make a full whole. Then on top of that, there's an opposite of those. So now that's eight. That's what the real Fibonacci is. But anyway, or the sequence, I guess I should say. Little Flanagan sequence, okay? Flanagan Fibonacci. But the point is, I always had this fear of being abandoned. And in my life, to this day, uh, I can say until yesterday, hey, did I mean to rhyme? Not really. <laughs> you know, I'm so silly. Um, until yesterday, I had never been abandoned before. I had never truly felt that feeling that I feared. And I realized. Somewhere deep inside, I wanted it. I needed it. I needed to just go through it once, just to show me it's not that bad. It's kind of like when I was taking swimming lessons when I was a child, and my uh, swimming instructor, I thought he was so cute, like so hot. I don't know if you that. But um, I remember we were barely in, I mean, I was maybe in week two, which was like, what, day four technically or something? And they're like, all right, we're going to jump off the platform. Not even the diving board took us straight to the platform. For those of you who don't know, there's diving boards, which are different heights. But then there's this platform that is completely concrete. It is completely solid. It is just like standing on the earth and it's in the air and you jump off of that. And it is the highest. I don't know how high it is. Google it, but it's so high. And so I'm a little girl and I'm like, oh, my God, I barely learned how to swim. I'm barely learning how to swim. Barely. Like last week, bro, I just started. Chill out, right? And he's like, come on, Venus. And I'm like, no. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm winter here. Come on, winter. <laughs> and, um, and I'm like, no. He says, I'm going to come and get you. And I was thinking, okay, well, he's cute. I don't mind. <laughs> Damsel in distress, right? Oh, my. Oh, my. That comes natural to a girl. We're trained to turn into all masculine beasts. But anyway, so I'm like, okay, fine. You're not threatening me, buddy. He comes up there. He goes, let's jump. Yo, my stomach? Wet stomach. My stomach was in the pool already. You feel me? I'm like, no. Oh my God, no. He's like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, no. And I'm laughing because I'm thinking there's no way he's going to fucking do this. Like, he can't throw me. Like, I'll sue him. That's what I'm thinking right in my head. I'm in the fifth grade. He's like, come on. And I'm like, why is he saying come on? And then I realize as he's scooting me, he's like walking me. He's like pushing me back because I'd already gotten all the way up there. Because he told us, don't get in the line. Don't go. But I think he did kind of make us anyway. But anyway, he's like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, what do you mean? He gets his arms around me. And in one part of my brain, I'm like, the girly side's like, oh, oh, he's embracing me. This is so romantic. But the real side of me was going so romantic. <laughs> Yeah, bitch, you're all underwater, bitch. And that's how you feel. And I fucking came up and I was like, yeah, I 
And I'm like screaming like a fucking maniac at him. And he's laughing. He's hysterically laughing. Like, haha, bitch, that's what you get. You know what I'm saying? But did you die? The moral of the story is I didn't. I didn't die that day and I didn't die yesterday either. And I'll never die. Until I'm ready. I have a lot of work to do though. So, as you know, I'll catch you on the next one. Another one, a little bit longer than usual, but as you know, I will Terry carry and go on a tyrant, tarrant, tangent, tangent. Wow. All right, guys. Have a good night, a good day. I'm uh, gonna enjoy the rest of this full moon energy. Put my stones out and get ready to meet up with my hopefully new um, on the road talent manager that will help me when I go on tour for my uh, up and coming. Dolce Burlesque launching in uh, Paris, France next September. All right. Love you. Namaste.